You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. What's up, y'all? Uh, Project curator Larry Sanders here. Episode 9 of What Suits Him Radio. Uh, Miss Rhonda Morgan, our TV and film critic, is en route. Um, she's joining us. Uh, she might as well be the co-host as much as she's here. But we're going to talk about uh, Kanye and Gambino. I actually, this is actually kind of an emergency podcast. I said I wasn't going to do one this month just because I was trying to save some money. And um, I saw a few – while I was hearing other podcasts, I saw a few articles online comparing – um, Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino to Kanye West. Uh, I kind of wanted to interrogate that 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 uh, parallel just because I don't see it, and so um, Ryan is probably the person with the most Kanye credibility around here right now. I would love to have Paige on, but she's in New York doing her acting thing. Shout out to you, sis. But yeah, Ryan's going to come on. We're going to talk about Gambino and Kanye and uh, any similarities and and the contrast. I kind of want to make, and we'll we'll dig into that. But we're also Brought to you by uh, com on the mid Music Review Challenge. is uh, dormant, kind of, sort of. I still owe a few, but um, it's still in effect. Let me know if you want to participate. Rules and regulations are easily accessible on the website, but I'll be sure to keep re-upping those to uh, my and the project social media's pages. Um, yeah, like I said, I owe a few, and I think I still owe, well, I definitely still owe the Jermaine uh, KLD review, but... Um, the longer I draft and the longer I brainstorm it, it turns into an even longer essay. So I have an, a favor to call in um, a friend slash kind of important writer, a volunteer to chop up my next piece for me. So I am going to call that in this week, and hopefully I have it up by either the end of this week or the beginning of next. Um, we're also brought to you by Skating with a Purpose, a skating party fundraiser for young Tyler Smith and his cultural emergent voice in China this summer. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know Tyler have seen his smiling face. That's my nephew, uh, Lyskin Lorenzo. Um, I'm incredibly proud of him. He's a freshman at Renaissance right now, Detroit Renaissance High School, uh, the best school in the city. And um, his mom came up with this idea of she, she's trying to get him um, to to be more active, and she she wants him to go to China. So she came up with this idea of throwing a skating party and asked me and my brothers at Teen Cedric Gill to co-sponsor. Um, and so Tyler is officially Teen Cedric Gill's first sponsor student. So do me a solid and support. It'll be May 26th, um, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend from 5.15 to 7.15 at Skate World in Troy, Michigan. Uh, tickets for seven, uh, Skate Rentals three. But if you'd like to donate in Canton, we're accepting any and all donations um, via Cash App at either Team Cedric Gill or Skating with a Purpose. So Team Cedric Gill is Skating with a Purpose. Also be on the lookout for more stuff from Team Cedric Gill this summer. Uh, we're brainstorming our June and July events now, and we're looking forward to actually keeping the momentum going this time. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the support. Uh, looking forward to seeing your smiling faces come the 26th, come out, come skate. I haven't skated in forever, um, and each time I skate, after taking like three years off, my ankles and shins feel like crap. But uh, I'm going to get out there because, uh, yeah, I feel like I should just for just for Lyskin Lorenzo. So uh, it'll be a good time. Y'all show up. Um, bring a friend. Bring two friends. Bring three friends. We're trying to fill it up. So. Definitely, it'll be a good time. And you still have plenty of time to go out Saturday night and do whatever you want to do because Memorial Day weekend. But from 5.15 to 7.15, come out, support the youth. Supporting Cedric Gill is going to be a great time. Uh, yeah, so Ryan is still on the way. Um, I guess I'll kind of dig into a little bit of what I want to talk about with her. Um, 
I was going to start out with Gambino. We'll go back uh, once she gets here. But, yeah, um, so I, I guess where my confusion with Childish Gambino starts is his origin story. Um, and I want to do a little bit more research before um, the, the show started. And hopefully Ryan can fill in a few of the blanks for me. I'll try to jump on Wikipedia and do a little bit of research while um, I'm talking. This is actually kind of strange. So this is a challenge for me also because I was trying to see if I could – riff on my own for like 10 minutes before Anna gets here. I, I'm not a very good monologuer, I don't think. I'm trying to um, focus on my own intonation and, and and the way I speak and stuff like that. So this is kind of interesting. But yeah, so with Donald Glover, I, I kind of have not really understood his placement in um, black culture specifically. I, I remember watching some of his stand-ups um, toward the beginning of this decade, and he seemed, while not ashamed of his blackness he always seemed to feel like uh from my reading of it this could be completely wrong but he always seemed to feel like um he because he didn't fit in something was wrong with everybody else uh and i mean that's that's a funny way of approaching it i'm sure it, it made people laugh but it was kind of unsettling to hear him tell these jokes about his um his his understanding of his his ethnicity and his race in rooms that were largely white uh and so the, when the punchline is I'm too white for the black people, isn't that crazy white people that kind of rub, rub me the wrong way? And uh, for him now to all of a sudden be this black auteur um, making Atlanta, making This Is America, um, embracing it, uh, I'm kind of leery of that. There was a New Yorker profile or a New York Magazine profile, I forget, that I didn't get to finish. Um, but somebody uh, referenced it in a Donald Glover piece they wrote this week <clears throat> talking about This Is America. And they said in the piece that um, I forget, I don't know if he said it or if somebody said it on his behalf, but that he'd kind of like to forget those years. And to me, I, that that that's what I like to interrogate. Why would you all of a sudden now understanding your placement and your, your, your placement in the world as a black man? Why would you now not want to discuss how misguided you were however long ago about thinking these things? You know what I mean? I would I would much rather Glover or Gambino. Um, interrogate him, and um, like I said, we'll talk. I'll talk about this with Rihanna too. But uh, maybe he's using Atlanta as that um, conduit through which he can interrogate his own identity. I think, well, based off of what I do know about uh, Childish, what I think I know about Childish, um, I'm sure he feels like he and Ern share a lot of similarities. Uh, they share a lot of character traits, and so, excuse me, maybe he's using Atlanta. Uh, to kind of figure out um, or maybe even talk to us about, hey, this is this is what I was going through as a child. I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. I was I was the I had to be around these black children because I was black. I grew up in Georgia. I grew up near Atlanta. But um, by virtue of just me having different sort of interests from my friends or from my peers anyway, uh, I didn't fit in. And um the FUBU episode, uh, the the penultimate episode of Atlanta this season, Atlanta Robin season, uh, really struck a chord with me. Um, I can understand. I, I, I've i been rooting for Aaron on Atlanta specifically because I understand his plight. Uh, I was never the coolest kid in middle school. Um, my, my coolness kind of came via my interest in cool things. I didn't necessarily fit in, but... Uh, I was tall and I played basketball. And so 
is being around the cool kids playing basketball, I guess they figured they might as well accept me because it would look kind of crazy to not. But, uh, yeah, like my, my, my friends, I've, I've always been cognizant that my friends are way cooler than me. I've never been one to, to believe anything different. And so, uh, I don't know if I've, I've come to peace with that, but it doesn't seem like Earn has yet. And, and I hope we get some more of his backstory just because I appreciated that Van brought back up. Um, that he went to Princeton. We still don't know much about Ern, which is crazy. Somebody brought up the fact that um, Ern in adult form is missing from, I think, half of the episodes this season, or a little less than half because it's 11 episodes. But Ern isn't around much. And so we still really don't know <laughs> kind of much about him. I do know he's depressed as hell. Um, and so that depression does dictate a lot of his decisions. And the breakthrough he does have come the end of the season, uh, hopefully – foreshadows greatness to come for her because he's been I, I've, I've always sympathized for him because the adjectives I see when I read these reviews of the episodes are 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 a slacker and unmotivated and yada yada and I don't I don't believe any of those things to to me whenever whenever I see Paperboy in a room like let's let's go back to the fact that he was in a celebrity basketball game with with Justin Bieber Last like last season, um, you know what I mean. Like Ernst, Ernst getting him these opportunities, it just seems like. Um, so I, I tweeted this maybe a week ago. Um, I don't know if Al doesn't like Ernst's management or if he just regrets the fact that he still has to take care of his little cousin. Um, so just simply because a lot of these opportunities, like people were mad or people were saying that Ernst wasn't whatever because he did whatever at Pajama Jam for for Al and. Did we are we did we not notice that Clark County was also there? The dude who Earn is opening for on tour, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's kind of well, Al's opening for on tour. It's kind of I guess like backhanded to me to be like, well, well, Earn's not make not doing anything, not earning his keep, um, no pun intended. And you know what I mean? Like Al's actually progressing. Obviously, he's going on a European tour. Um, so I guess maybe Al feels like he's made all these opportunities for himself. I don't I don't know. We really still don't have much backstory. I still find it hilarious that the rapper on the show still hasn't rapped. Um, and hopefully we see that next season just because I'm kind of curious. Um, as to into, I want to see Paperboy's rap career. The show was about Paperboy being a rapper. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Earn, spoiler alert, hopefully it's not spoiler alert because by the time this comes out, uh, it'll be a week past the show uh, airing. But, um, yeah, hopefully... This is this is part of the start of something new for Earn. Um, hopefully, um, yeah, you know, I, I I don't I don't know if I'm 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 on a riff now just talking about how I hope Earn succeeds. Uh, but I, like I said, I think it ties largely into Gambino's own view of himself. Maybe he he's seen himself as a passive kind of uh, yeah. He hasn't been happy with his past, I suppose, and now he's seeing. Now he's saying I'm taking I'm taking charge of my life. I'm taking charge of my career. I want to do the things I want to do. I want to make the movies I want to make. And so, um, yeah, he, he's he's able to make an Atlanta about it's Atlanta as hell, but he doesn't fit in. Um, he's from there. He's of the city. He's of the community. He has family there. He has ties there. He has a kid there. He has a, a, a guess a girlfriend there. Um, but yeah, he doesn't fit in, and that's why he went to Princeton. Obviously, he's smart because he got into Princeton. Um, is that there's so many there's so many blanks to fill in. I feel that same way about Gambino, and so that's kind of why I'm I'm curious as to how we determine 
in mainstream, I suppose, culture that he deserves this this uh, placement. I don't, and it's not to say I even disagree. I remember I, when I was doing my research last night, I looked up how old he was. He's thirty four years old. I had no idea, and I don't. I guess Aaron's supposed to be playing something like a twenty five, twenty six year old um, on Atlanta. Uh, I suppose they're all mid transitioning in the late twenties. Um, so yeah, I guess Glover's been around for a while. Uh, so it's not like he doesn't have, I suppose, the the tenure or track record to do it. But yeah, I just I don't I I don't know how two seasons of Atlanta, uh, a, an okay song, and and this is America have now pushed him past Kanye West. Um, and and I, I guess that's I'm I'm creating a hierarchy of of black leadership that I don't know exists that I'm not even sure should exist that I don't even know why we're I'm, I'm discussing Kanye with Rihanna specifically because I care but uh, I think there's a valuable argument to be made that none of this really matters um, and by looking to celebrities by looking to celebrities to be that sort of voice for us we're setting ourselves up for failure. Because um, Glover hasn't been perfect, Kanye hasn't been perfect, and continues to be imperfect, um, but continues to want us to listen to him and treat him as a genius. Now, uh, I don't know if Glover wants that sort of adulation. I'm sure he does. Um, not even on an arrogant type of thing, just the idea that, hey, I'm really smart and I make good things, and y'all love Atlanta, and I won damn awards for it. So, hey, like, I am a genius. But um, I haven't, I haven't seen him be that forward about wanting people to like him um, aside from the idea that black people didn't like him all those years ago. And so now that's why I'm looking at him with sort of a weary eye of, are you doing this cognizant of the fact that black people, you know, or, or the idea that black people didn't like you once upon a time? Are you doing this hoping to get them to like you? Are you doing this in spite of the fact that you don't know how they feel about you? Are you doing this part, uh, capitalizing on the success of your show? Um all these things are good questions. I don't know if any of them are valid, though. I I don't. That does it really matter if the art is good? Um, and and Gambino has unquestionably between uh, the two seasons of Atlanta and This Is America has done um, has done a good a positive thing for Black culture. Um, and so I don't. I can't begrudge him for making it. I think asking those questions just for personal edification is cool, but. I don't want to ask him to invalidate his feelings or to say that he shouldn't be around because he should. Um, and he, like I say, he's, he's make he's made great art. My, my personal feelings on Gambino aside, I love Atlanta. You know what I mean? I try to watch it. If not live, then as quick to live as possible every week. I'm sad that I don't know when the show is going to come back. I was just thinking uh, maybe after FUBU or, or definitely right before um, the final episode of the season that when, it got announced that it wasn't going to come back until 2018. We were all up in arms, like, "Oh my fucking god! Like, how how, how are we going to wait two years for Atlanta?" And now it's coming on again, and and people were writing reviews about they don't know if this will be the final episode or um, because Glover's so busy and he has Star Wars commitments and all these other things. If he'll be able to um, keep it going, I hope so. Um, just because two seasons of this show seems kind of bizarre that would be like Carmichael going out after three which he did um but yeah I feel like a show of this magnitude um and, and that's not to say the creators have can quit whenever they want to like I said Carmichael did it um and shows plenty of shows in the past that were going on a great run probably could have kept going but stopped because uh they felt like it was time and maybe Glover feels like he's gotten all he can out of this show 
maybe he feels like um, he gave Ironshore the finality that he needs. And we didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a neat finale. We still know now that he needs to make it in order to uh, pay Lottie's tuition for next uh, school year. He needs to make it in order to um, self-sustain. Obviously he can't continue to live in a damn uh, storage unit. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, like Aaron has Aaron has motivation now, and maybe Glover felt like at the end of the day, uh, that's all that matters. Um, he 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 doesn't have to continue the story because Aaron has finally realized. May, may, maybe the whole premise of the show this entire time was Aaron is shiftless, and he actually needs to get it together. And Glover giving us thirty minutes of Aaron getting his shit together was the finality we needed. Now I hope that's not true, <laughs> but. Uh, if it is, it was a hell of a finale. Um, I love the show, but I, I feel like that would also add to kind of my my polarized feelings on Donald Glover because, uh, yeah, to I don't, I guess this is the point. Like you shouldn't get attached to things, right? Because anytime somebody decides they don't want to give it to you anymore, then you should uh, accept it willingly. But it's, it's a great show, and I do think, in terms of black entertainment, um. Like wholesome black entertainment, no shots to anybody who watches uh, reality TV, tra- trash reality TV. But um, yeah, I, I, with, without Atlanta, I feel like the love and hip hops will stick out a little bit more. So yeah, um, if Donald, Gl- if if you hear this, or Lakeith, or Brian Tyree Henry, or any of y'all, if y'all on the odd chance you hear this, please don't cancel this show. Uh, just I, I I feel there's so much more to be mined. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, the, the, just please don't cancel the show. Um, it's it's really been great to watch. It's really been uh, great to enjoy, and yeah, definitely continue it. Um, I don't. I mean, so it took two years last time. How long will it take this time? I have no idea. But yeah, so um, so I speak speaking on. On I, I guess Glover's polarized, so I I have kind of strained feelings about Donald Glover, like I said, uh, and um, so uh, tying that back to Kanye, I, I saw a lot of articles and reviews this week saying that they're inextricably tied together now, um, and I guess the the nexus of that was that. Kanye tweeted out that he liked Donald Glover. So I've, I've muted Kanye on Twitter. I don't really know what he's been saying, if he's been saying anything recently at all. But um, he tweeted out that he likes Donald Glover or something like that, that he Donald Glover's a free thinker, um, which is cool. I don't <laughs> – I have thoughts on that on the concept of free thought, especially when um, black free thinkers use it. But that's neither here nor there. Uh I could I could see why Kanye would like Glover. Um, I think that he thinks they have a lot of in common, based on, I guess his personality. I'm sure Glover has a relationship with Chance, Chance the rapper, and Chance has a relationship with Kanye now. And so, um, I, I could imagine Kanye talking to Chance about Gambino in the past, or trying to pick his brain about how he thinks and his music talent, his music style, or that sort of stuff. But I guess my knee-jerk reaction, and, and the article is on The Ringer. I think Justin Charity wrote it, um, give him his credit. It was, it was a good article. I just don't agree with the basic premise. I guess the reason why I'm so squeamish about comparing the two is uh, 
Gambino's music career was always up <laughs> uh, here, here to four. Well, here to uh, what uh, Redbone or Waking My Love. I don't think people really took him seriously as a music talent, right? Like he was, he. I mean, he did both. He marketed himself as he marketed himself as somebody who did both, or or, or music, uh, movies, and, and comedy. He he marketed himself as somebody who could do everything, but uh, he was. I think music was th- was third on the pecking order of how people viewed him. I think it was definitely um, comedy. Probably was a. And then B T V because of community and the and the T V shows he was doing at the time. Um yeah, so uh Kanye like I said, my, my, my squeamishness comes from the fact that Kanye um from from jump I mean people the the people who he needed to take him seriously didn't take him seriously. But once the music came out, he was kind of undeniable. I remember watching the Through the Wire video on B T and being astounded. Like he was I mean, so I mean, the backstory of him um, getting in a car accident and and having and recording that song with what a, a, a plate in his chin is well, wiring his jaw for sure. But uh, yeah, like that's insane. Like he he loves me, and and that I feel like that sort of tie, um, that that sort of tie was able to easily connect. You know what I mean? The the sort of supporters he needed to him. Um, Knowing what I know now about Kanye, being able to read context clues, I'm kind of disappointed in him a little bit. I'd much rather, and I, I don't, I don't blame him. One of the major things I've learned running um, what suits him, Team Cedric, and and every, like just one of the major things I've learned about running a business or running a brand is framing is very important, um, and proximity to the people you need to support you is very important. That's not to invalidate Kanye's experiences growing up. Um, but, I mean, knowing what we know about the guy, he grew up in a fairly middle-class home to a doting mother. He was an only child. Um, so forgive me for kind of not believing that Kanye West was as exposed to Chicago's violence <laughs> as, as as we're supposed to. And, again, this is an indictment on Kanye. I... I understand totally why he would why he needs the narrative of a violent Chicago in order to like buoy his standing amongst us right like it's, it's, it makes sense um but yeah for him to I, I I can't imagine and and let me take that back because I I've heard some bizarre things from some people in um very like very bad neighborhoods uh, regarding politics and regarding who they would have voted for in the, in the past presidential election and yada, yada. So let me not put Kanye in a box off to himself and say, like, he is an, an outlier. Um, but, yeah, for him, I, I, I mentioned this on Twitter, too. I, I found it kind of painful to because he, he, he loves to bring up Chicago, right? Whenever when Whenever it's time to talk about What's going on in the world? His first thing to do was point at home, which everybody does. I got into what I what I got into professionally because I love Detroit, um, so I get it. But part of being an advocate for your city is being able to notice trends in other places and be like, "This isn't a one city trend." You know what I mean? You should be able to be like, "Hey, Chicago is similar to X city in terms of murder, in terms of murder rate, and had and if he wanted if he wanted to criticize the past administration, he could have said, if anything else, the Obama administration proved that they don't care about Chicago because they didn't face gun violence across the country. Right, like that would have been a more um, 
not even palatable, but just like viable thing to say, valid thing to say, and something I think would have gotten a little bit more traction. But to consistently point out Chicago's danger and Chicago's violence and say that Barack Obama didn't fix it and Donald, and that's why you like Donald Trump. That's when when Donald Trump said that he would send in the fucking military. You know what I mean? Like like stuff like that. Um, I don't know. And then I haven't watched Charlemagne's interview with him either. Saw some clips. But uh, Kanye just seems very personally offended by things that happened during the past administration. Like, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if, in a way, he feels like his life kind of went the way it is. His, his, the, the spiral that his life is currently in or that it was in or whatever, whatever his perception of his life currently, whatever downfall he feels like happened in the past 10 years, largely coincided with Barack Obama's presidency and whatever, and Obama calling him a jackass or whatever he calls him. Um, I'm sure he feels like hurt public perception of him. Now, Kanye, I mean, he, he did jackass thing. Like, so to me, that's where I, I'm lost on him because I don't know. His lack of self-awareness bothers me. And maybe, so um, the, the New Yorker, the New York Magazine profile on Glover spoke to an aloofness of him that maybe he and Kanye share. Just as um, they just don't really know any <laughs> better aspect of, of, of who they are. Um, so if, if that's the case, then I'm sure they do share a, a lot in common just because if, if you're if you're aloof, then that kind of trickles into if you're just not personable, if you just don't know how to deal with people, that kind of trickles into other aspects of your life, certainly. But um, you just generally speaking, I don't see it. Um, and and so Ryan is still on the way. Uh, I wanted to talk to her about how this colors whatever Kanye is coming out with next month. Um, Spotify and Apple Music, it's kind of tangentially kind of related, but um, not very, but it ties. Uh, Spotify and Apple Music this week announced plans to stop promoting certain artists um, on on curated playlists based on past behavior. Um, in that list were... were, were so I've I've been boycotting boycotting R. Kelly for months, for years. People don't necessarily agree with me. That's whatever. I I'm not here to argue. I just feel like I'm not here to sit here pedophile thing about sex either. But neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, like so Kanye obviously won't be. Um, pretty people. So Spotify and Apple Music will will take whatever he drops and and push it out to the masses anyway, right? Or if if it's not a title exclusive, which I don't anticipate it'll be, but um Ryan is here. Uh yeah, so if if uh whenever Kanye drops is going to be uh is gonna be a big deal. I don't I don't know if I can listen to it. I don't I can't say yet if I intend to though. And so um yeah it, I guess it does beg the question of like does does this does this Kanye stuff matter to you? Does um does his does does this new stance bother you? Does it affect the way you listen to his music? You can put your headphones on. I don't make it. I mean, it's recording, so like they hear you whispering now. Too. <laughs> okay, so I'm definitely listening to Kanye joint. What up? I made uh, it finally. What up, though? Um, so yeah, I don't care what he's talking about. <laughs> like Kanye God, makes really awesome music. And I like really awesome music, and I'm listening to it. Period. Like that's that on that. <laughs> so I mean, did you listen to the the whatever songs he came out with? 
Actually, not yet. But you know me. I'm always late listening to, like, stuff I really anticipate. Uh-huh. So it might take me a while to listen to it. But I'm not going to say because of his controversial things that he's been saying, I'm going to not listen. Like, uh-huh. people are going to listen because he's been saying controversial things. So I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to not listen because of that. That's Screw that. Ass, that's ass backwards to me, though. Like, I don't get. That's why he's doing it. Are you sure? Partly and partly because it's Kanye. Like I think he, but I don't. I don't. But that's the thing, though. Like I don't. That's not a good excuse to me. It's not a good excuse, but who cares about that? I do. It doesn't have to be a good excuse. It just has to hit get him streams. Period. That's backwards to me, though. Like, because I mean, people always do that. Like, separate the art from the artist. I just said, like, so I think before you walked in, like, right before you walked in, I can't listen to R. Kelly anymore because I don't want to hear a pedophile thing about sex. Like, that's disgusting to me. Like to me, like trying to say like separating the art from the artist is kind of backwards because I mean, that's what they believe. They believe that shit when they go in and sing it. Okay, like, so yeah, for Kanye, I'm separating the art from the artist. R. Kelly, I cannot separate you and your music from your criminal. I can't, like you said, I can't hear you talking about sex when I know that you, as a grown man, have sex with people you're not supposed to or people who or, don't or want trying to. to right? Yeah, so like that, I feel like that's different. Like that's that's a criminal thing. He's you know, that's a whole moral thing. Like what Kanye says, all types of controversial things. He's like, I mean, yeah, he he likes Donald Trump because Donald Trump says controversial things. Okay, so but, I, but that still doesn't. I mean, it's not an excuse, but I'm just saying it is what it is. I guess. But I can't reconcile that with the nigga who made Jesus walks. Like I guess that's where like it gets it bothers. You me know, people like, grow and change, and that's a backwards change sometimes. Though. I to you, to you. I can't do it. <laughs> but how you. though? How though? That's clearly regressive. How you how you go from making Jesus walks to saying like slavery was a choice? I don't I don't know. And I, I've been interrogating that because I guess theoretically slavery was a choice. People could have. Like, I mean, yeah, I could kill like, myself or choose yeah. to be depressed. Whatever. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, if that's his argument, that's his argument. But I'm not gonna not listen to it. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with what he's saying, or I'm like, oh yeah, like I don't. I don't care what Kanye is saying. And I think that's a big, I think that's where a lot of people get lost in the sauce with these celebrity things. It's like, I don't care. Like, I like, I'm more, I guess I'm old fashioned. Like, I like back in the day when you didn't hear from artists two, three, four years, boom, here's my project. I'm out of here. I'm going on tour. That's it. Three, four, five years. That's here's right. another project. So, so you, you miss celebrity. You missed the day of celebrity. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm like Beyonce type. Like I don't want to hear nothing. Post these pixes, drop this album, have your kids, live your life. Like, right, but she don't say nothing controversial. She do. She live her life. Kanye willingly is like, "Hey, y'all, I'm on Twitter today, saying some fucked up shit. Here you go." That's true. That's all I'm saying. I mean, and it's easy now to feel like you're not supporting someone by just streaming their music. So it's a lot of people. Oh, I don't have to buy his record or this or that. Yeah, where are you gonna buy it from? <laughs> First yeah, of all, you're true. streaming it. And you're going to listen to it because you want to hear what he got to say. Man, I'm not And he's just conjuring up that energy for people to hear what he wants, what like, he has to say. I, I haven't. I suppose. I'm not I mean, he was saying wild stuff when Pablo came out. Man. He was cussing Sway out all on the show. Like, that I was, mean. No, that was, that was Jesus years. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Jesus. Was, and I didn't listen to Jesus. So here it goes. I mean, I, I listened to But it was good, it. right? Man. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was good. He got some songs on there. Yeah, I wish Bound had drums. I'd like it more, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 
But no, nah, yeah, so how you feel about did you read any like the Kanye and Gambino comparison stuff this week? I have not. So I feel like there's a big hype on this Gambino thing and I'm just not for I just don't know when he got this famous. I mean like I get it it was because of Atlanta, but it's also like Yeah, like I'm used to listening to Childish Gambino camp Childish Gambino yeah. like in high school. Like this is a whole new Donald Glover here. I mean no, to answer your question, no, uh-huh. I haven't read any comparisons. But I think a lot of I, there would be no conversation if he wasn't married to a white woman. Who Gambino? Yeah, I didn't even know he was married to a white woman. Wow. See, I, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm there would here. be no conversation about this, and it would just be, oh, he's pro black and all this, and then that would be no. That. But I mean, he spent the first half of his career talking about like how his blackness was like a handicap, though. That's why I'm kind of like, okay, now you a black thought leader. Like, how the fuck this happened? I mean, but in America, is blackness not a handicap? No, I'm talking about, uh, he talked about it amongst, like, black people. Like, he didn't feel black enough. He was going for oh, white yeah, artists right. and be like, I'm not yeah, black Yeah, he enough. did say that. Yeah. I mean, again, people grow and change. And sometimes it's not how we envision it or want it. No, I'm, but I mean, so, I mean, that's a valid argument. I feel like I'm that's progressive. Of, I just think that this whole conversation around him and this video and this song is only being perpetuated because of that like otherwise it would just be critiqued as what it is but now it's oh well it's he woke enough or is he this or is he but that my, again my point is like once you self-select out you can't just like put yourself back, back in. in and then be like hey I'm just I'm just doing no, it you like got, I get to interrogate you opted you, out bro. of your contract that's right it. like I get to like you can't show back up to the picnic and I just feel walk that. in bro like uh, I mean but he's in the picnic like Atlanta's, no, yeah, no. Atlanta's and, at the picnic no so. yeah Atlanta got him a VIP section for sure yeah so that's but I mean to me Atlanta is where this whole shift started for him because I mean his music yep. career was kind of shit until Atlanta and then he dropped Redbone and now everybody thinks like Childish Gambino's a talented musician I mean yeah but it, did you watch the video they had I think Vice or somebody had put out a video of who made like how they song, made that song he didn't even make that song that was like some producer and you know that mm-hmm. put the sounds together right. and he just sang like no, the first that's what's heard- crazy too about music is like the artists are just the front they're yeah. just the front man for a lot of these records and a lot of these projects like the producers like that wouldn't sound anything like how it sounded unless that dude produced the right. song you know what I'm saying so it's not like he produced it and it's his song and all this but no, no you're right I mean yeah 100% because the first time I heard Redbone I didn't even know that was him I was like right. I was like where exactly. I was like where is where is Gambino and somebody was like that's him singing and I was like oh that makes complete sense I just didn't know that was him yeah I mean I don't know I think that he has a lot of good conversations on Atlanta I like the show him is again I don't care about you and your life and your wife and your two kids. Put out this good show on this TV to keep me entertained. Like, that's basically where I'm at right now. It's like, entertain. Damn it, I want to be entertained. I want to hear this good-ass music. I want to watch this good-ass TV show. I want to be blissful in my ignorance of your dumb shit that you are saying or that you believe. And enjoy the art that you put out. That's not happen, though. And it's hard. That's when the, you woke, you know what I'm saying? When you woke, you got to make these decisions. But that's, I mean, part of what you're saying is... True. We are overexposed to these people nowadays. I don't, because, I mean, what Atlanta and, I mean, Atlanta wouldn't have got made in 96 because, like, black people was making money. They probably didn't feel like they needed it. But, I mean, social, like, social media has exposed I us mean, yeah, and it, times change. Like, you're right. That show wouldn't have made, been made back then or would have been this or that. Right. Like, Dave Chappelle couldn't be made now. So, like, things trash. change and social, trash. yeah, and social norms and constructs come down and so you can't do or 
I don't know. I mean, people is, just have all these standards, I think, is ultimately and all these notions about what people should be and what they should say and how they should act. And it's just not true. Yeah. I, I mean, the largest problem and I think about this anytime I like read responses on Twitter is that like no two people are alike. And so you could you could post the most innocent thing and somebody will be like, how could you write that? Yeah. Like pe- and people are. Sorry, not sorry, but people are always looking to be outraged. And in the sense that, not to be too philosophical, but people are always looking to be the victim. So people are always looking to be on the defense. Like, oh, yeah, you said this, I got to say this. You said this, I got to say that. Like, no, you don't. Kanye can say what he has to say, and guess what? I can choose to engage this clown, or I can choose to not. No, you're right. You're right. But, I mean, to that point, though, I just... It was easier when people... Like you said, like like celebrities literally would make their movie, go on the Tonight Show, and promote their movie, they movie and be out and be out and then go do another movie. Seriously, but nowadays, I, I was I think I read something about it or, or heard it on a podcast or something. This is not, celebrities want to be one of us now. Like that's, that's part of the framing is that they have to be one of us. I mean, like I would, I'll take the money, but you can keep the fame. I do not want to be famous or a celebrity or for people to walk down the street and be like. But you can't, I, you can't avoid it when you like are so like. So I read, I read that's that, unfortunate. I read, and this has nothing to do with nothing. Gotta I, be like Beyonce. You gotta get top flight security. Top, top flight, of the line. top flight, Craig. Um, Bryson Tiller got on Twitter last week, and I think he was talking to fans. It was talking about he was depressed the whole time. True yeah, self came that. out, and I was like, I mean, I get it, like label pressure, and you got to drop the next album, blah, basically. I mean, I I said it after uh, Trap Soul dropped. I was like, I don't know what else he could talk about. Like honestly, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't really know where he goes after Don't. Like Don't is going to be his biggest song ever. Like it's kind of impossible to top. And so I mean, it sucks to say, right? <laughs> And yes. so, like, when he, when he said, like, so when, when, I, when I listened to True Self and it wasn't that good, and then when he said, like, I was depressed, like, I just I couldn't come up with nothing, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know how you, like, combat. I, I'm sure the depression was tied to the fact that he couldn't come up with a bigger hit than Don't. And, and that's but, the thing about being an artist. Like, that's why I could never be famous because it's always give me, like, I want to, me as a fan of, like, let's say Kanye, I want to be entertained. More, give me more. This album was great. Give me another album. You've been gone for two, three years. Where's the album? And it's like, no, I'm gonna put this art out as it comes to me. It's art. Like, I know for me, like when I'm doing anything, whether it's my makeup or that, like I have to truly be like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I can't just because somebody else wants me to do it. I'm probably not going to do it. So the pressure is, I can imagine the pressure that you could be under. Like I couldn't be Beyonce. Nah. Like, I couldn't be, like, put this... Like, she put her foot in Lemonade. Like, the whole nine yards. And people are like, okay, where's the album at? Lemonade just came out two years ago. Just? So, if... Exactly. I mean, I mean, so, if I'm Beyonce, like, no. Y'all about to take Lemonade for the next three, four years. Yeah. Like, I got kids. Like I got kids, plural now. Like, seriously. Multiple. Like, y'all about to listen to Lemonade for the next, I don't know, six years until I'm ready. But, you know... Yeah. I mean, at this point, she didn't earned it. Like, Beyonce could really wait till, like, 2020. But the pressure is on, so she's probably going to put something out soon. But I'm just saying, like, I can't imagine being under that perpetual pressure of people wanting me to... Like, you can't force those types of things. You can't force how things come to you, how they're portrayed. You got to put the right things together. Not only if I... So if I put out an album, then I got to go on tour. Like, what if I don't feel like going on tour? Then what? Or what if I don't feel like... You know what I'm saying? If I make a movie, okay, I just made millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to work. 
No, I read. Uh, I had. I've been waiting to read this cold feature. He did one for Vulture, um, and he. Uh, yeah, he essentially said like when he dropped for your eyes only, which I didn't like. Um, but he was basically like, I was in such a different place then. Like he didn't tour. I, well, he toured for the album. But he said that uh, he didn't really. The only promo he did was the tour. Really, I don't yeah, know if that he did album like came and for, went. Yeah, he, I think he did like a neighbor's video, but it was like surveillance footage. Uh, but did he do videos for video? Yeah, that's me. Like I would put out something and be like, all right, yep. Yeah, and he said like I think no ID called him, and he was like putting together his baby's crib, and he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm not even thinking about this. Right yeah, now. like I'm not about to go on tour. Y'all was begging me for an album. Like here y'all go, huh? <laughs> like and then keep it moving. Yeah. Like, but as an artist, it's a whole lifestyle that people, uh, I guess, expect you to obtain, and it's up to you. Like you were saying about Bryson Tiller, he was depressed because. What if that was his? What if he was a one hit wonder? Then what? You feel all this pressure to live up and people demanding you to put out more and more work. And it's like, well, I can't keep putting out more work if it's garbage. Especially in this day and age, too, where like, like, I feel like back in the day, people stayed famous simply because of like, we didn't have those kind of choices. You know what I mean? Like, not. Right. It wasn't so many options either. Right. Like, nowadays, like, half these young people don't even have deals for real. So, they kind of fly by night on SoundCloud or they're making money somehow, some way. But then it's like, okay, you made three, you made three high songs, but. You 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 not you twenty one now, so we don't need you no more. Right. That's why I'm so proud of Ray Shrimp, man. Like the fact they on album three is crazy to me. You know, and you gotta like shout out to Travis Scott for paving the way. Like you have to, <laughs> like there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Like would Ray Shrimp be as popular as they were if you know Travis Scott hadn't put out the records that they did in the fashion that they did, yeah. where to allow for Ray Shrimp to have this longevity that they've been having, like. True. Because Travis Scott gone. Like, where they at? Oh, Travis Porter. What I'm saying? Travis Scott. Why do I keep saying Travis Scott? That's so crazy. Because he's so popular right now. Shout out to Travis Scott and the baby. Shout out to Travis Porter, too. But Travis Porter, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. So, like, where they at? Travis Porter low-key is everybody dead. Because before before Will wrote his Migos piece, I had been sitting on this uh, this, uh, essay of, like, a Travis Porter. Travis Porter's Migos daddy's, basically. Yeah, kind of like that type of music yeah. and that type of like being in a group, but like we make our own individual yeah. like. But we wear the same shit. And we, yeah, like, we, like we you're a rap group yeah. kind of or rap duo or whatever. Yeah. So like I feel like those types of things lay the way for other people to have this longevity. Like they was right before they were right on the cusp of streaming. So if they would have right. waited exactly. a few years, yeah. then they would have been maybe more popping than what they were. But even still, like even so when they came out with their first album, we got rapping them things. But I remember when Travis Porter dropped their first like their actual album album. I was floored. I was like, yo, they got to like. They put a whole they, piece together. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, they got somebody to like put some shit out for them. Like that's crazy to me. And I mean, if nothing else. I mean, I feel like they could be, they could walk in the security of we, we like are kind of the fathers of this shit. Yeah, I agree with they, that. They can't tour off like... Make It Rain and bring it back for real. <laughs> but I mean, like those, those exactly. two songs are still legendary. Like 30 year olds still twerk, they twerk to that shit. That's true. So yeah, like they, they really, yeah, know. I don't know. Keep the celebrity. Cause maybe I'll be talking like Kanye. Yeah. At the end of the day. But I mean, should we? I would be one of those standoffish, like Kanye a few years ago. Like, don't talk to me. I'm about to mush the fuck out of your whole <laughs> camera. Like, I'm good. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah, I can't imagine it. So, uh, um, yeah, you're right. Celebrity ain't really work. No, that and that's what it boils down to. And when it comes up, when people bring up that Kanye conversation, I feel the same way. Like, it's just. But we got this need Hollywood to compare weird. people. We got this need to, you know what I'm saying? Celebrities got to, like you said, celebrities got to have a whole. Yeah, so I feel like you standard. can't almost hold him to that standard because. 
you put him under all this pressure to make this great music and all this and you know you talk shit about his kids and his wife and oh he's crazy now okay well he crazy now now everybody's outraged that he's crazy well which is it like you can't have it both ways Because they, they will pick you apart and then look at you crazy because you fight back against getting picked yeah, apart. Yeah. Like, same, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Dave Chappelle fair. said that Hollywood shit weird and it definitely it's is. definitely weird. That's why we in Detroit ass. Hey. But, 3 one um, Hey, yo. So, thanks for coming. Finally. Yeah, appreciate I you pulling it. up. 15 but, minutes. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. She, <laughs> celebrity out here. We'll be back soon, though. Definitely. Yeah. We got to bring William in, you know, get a whole roundtable discussion yeah. going like usual. You got to write something. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. That's crazy because I haven't been doing anything for the past three weeks since school got out. That's like, wow. Nothing. That's crazy. Literally. That's crazy. So y'all I haven't heard, even done laundry. Like, I haven't done anything. You was going to tell the whole public that? That's insane. So that means she'll have something new, people. Anyways. Hey. Uh, so, yeah, y'all support... Uh, Ryan and Glam Corner, all that stuff. Shout out to Miss Jacqueline Elliott for graduating, gang, gang. Also, yeah, Jackie graduated from with her masters from Ooh. Wayne State, gang, gang. Right. Um, shout out to Beautiful Beats Beauty Bar on Grand River. They just had a new launch, so go check them out. Beautiful ladies, beautiful makeup, gang, gang. And remember, skating with a purpose. May twenty six. Hey, about to be so lit. About to be lit. Come skate. Come all skate. All that good stuff. Support my nephew. Uh, we'll be back. I, I may be back this month. I doubt it, but. Uh, season two officially starts. We gotta come back at the end of the month because we about to. We gotta get into this Tigers role. Baseball. I'm a new Tigers fan. Are mm-hmm. you serious? I'm a new. I'm I, a new. I don't even know who played for the team right now. Exactly. That's started. how I feel. I feel like a newbie. Like yeah. who are these people? I might, yeah, I might jump back in with you. So, all right. So we might be back in the month anyway. Maybe. Episode nine was Susan Radio. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll be back. Bye. Detroit player right here. That's right, that's right, that's how we do it.